When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, hey there, boys and girls. It's your old pal, Sam. I kind of peeked there in the beginning, so I really hope it scared the crap out of you on your on your drive to work. I hope you didn't when crash. You're, when you're uh, on the toilet pooping, I hope it scared the poop right out of you. And snip it off mm-hmm. and pinch it off. And uh, welcome. You got to let it run its course. Yeah, you can. Don't, don't, Life finds do, a way. Do, yeah, don't, don't do the pinch. Man, everybody's so excited that they're bringing back the original Jurassic Park cast of it's Jurassic World. It's always worked out it in every It is just going to be a Jurassic World movie. Dude, they finally figured it out with the um, new Terminator movie. They got Linda Carter back. <laughs> That's pretty exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Linda, Carter, well, uh, Linda Carter's Wonder Woman. I'm pretty excited. Versus the Terminator. They finally got her back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have to go back. When Linda Hamilton said it in that trailer, I was like, oh. I've never seen someone said it so begrudgingly before. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty exciting. So uh, I'm... DJ Woldridge, the other half of the Only Stupid Answers podcast. On this podcast, we like to talk about movies, TV shows, comics, video games, Sasquatch. Sasquatches. Yetis. Yetis. It's easier. Yetis. They, there are, to be fair, they're the microphones. They're different. Um, they're different. Uh, subset of the same species yeah not wendigos those are scary those are bad those yeah. are cannibals and well also the wendigo that we think of i think is just mainly from marvel comics yes the other one's just a cannibal out in the woods with uh that has like demons associated mm-hmm. with it he's got demons in Man, his skin we, you know what i'm you know i'm not doing it justice we should do a full episode on it and really dive into it so we can uh we should learn more um gang dj and sam along yes. with steve zergoza a friend of the show brie Aswork, friend of the show and uh our friend Josie. you don't know her, but probably friend of the show. Yeah. Uh, we made our way over to Austin, Texas um, <laughs> last week, and it was yes. for our third annual, uh, for the podcast, yes. Fantastic Fest Adventure. And we did all of our daily recap uh, reviews of the movies we saw the night before on patreon.com slash only stupid answers. You guys can support for as low as five bucks a month. You'll get uh, bonus episodes, audio podcasts, live streams, Google Hangouts, a bunch of fun stuff. Don't all miss out. All the cool stuff. And of course, uh, early access content to our reviews from Fantastic Fest. Yes. And so that was fun. We were able to kind of talk about our favorites. We have some individual, more in depth reviews coming out over at Might Be Awesome on YouTube. So make sure you keep your eyes out on that for, uh, for the coming weeks. Um, but today we want to dive into the best and the weirdest and everything that happened at fantastic fest because we didn't even get to scratch the surface no. even when our, we were doing our recaps because um to be honest it was 11 in the morning which basically felt like six in the morning because we slept for maybe five hours no, six at hours most. at most yeah. Uh, yeah stop scratching i have a bunk bite don't and scratch it scratches the bug bite. it doesn't even feel good when i scratch it it doesn't it's why where do, why do i live in some sort of swamp land i live anywhere else in los angeles i don't get bit except for at my house mm-hmm. god damn it my house is a goddamn mess right now <laughs> Goddamn mice coming no, through. Okay, I don't so, want to break this. It's made out of paper, but I don't yeah, want to break it. Don't break that. Don't break that. Before we dive into Fantastic Fest and all the amazing movies we saw. And all the critters at my house. And all the critters at your house. <laughs> uh, are, you, are you in anything this week other than Fantastic Fest? I'll be honest. My, I went and saw Rambo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last Blood. <laughs> Last Blood. And I remember that I have seen a Rambo movie before. The one Which where one? he goes to Afghanistan. That's a Rambo movie, right? Yeah. I don't know which one, though. That one, Three? mainly because yeah. I remember it was the first time I saw. Because the last one was in the jungle. Yeah, it was um, in like the Amazon or something. 
the the last one the the one I saw the only reason I remember it as a kid is because um he does that classic cauterize the wound with uh, the gunpowder from a bullet scenario oh, and I had never seen it before yeah um also there's a little bit of trivia about that movie that I want to double check really quick before about I the one you're what the last blood or the, the one I the yeah. one I remember seeing before last blood last blood blows mm-hmm. there's very little action that happens in it there's a fair amount of sexual violence that you don't see on screen cool but it's like it cool, happens cool. in the background. Um, well, also, a lot give of him a reason to kill. Uh, Rambo was training horses in, in hell. Sure, yeah, mm-hmm. he is. I mean, I think he was like a tour guide in the last one. That was supposed to be the last one. Like he was taking people on Amazon boat ferries <laughs> through war been, zones and that, shit. That might have been better uh, yeah. than, than this because it was just it was lame. Like you know, it was, what I highly recommend is First Blood. First Blood is is really good. Yeah, yeah. but Last Blood is the end. So mm-hmm. it's best to start from the end and work yeah. your way to the yeah, front. Well, then it sounds like that's you'll get better as you go. So that, yeah, yeah. That's, it's way more rewarding. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, don't yeah. get disappointed as you go along, but you see Rambo take out this big cartel of people who are prostituting young girls Oof. out. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No good. But I will say the lead guy they got for, um, the villain. Great look. He's got like yeah. a chiseled jaw. He's cool. kind of like a, uh, he's got like an Easter Island head kind mm-hmm. of like chiseledness to him. Where yeah. He's very strong, sturdy, bad guy. Yeah. At one point, um, I'm just going to get spoilers. Just some favorite moments from the movie. Uh, at one point, Rambo's like, he's out. He's gonna, he's getting his revenge. Mm-hmm. He decapitates someone. We don't see that happen. We just find the body just like all tied up and like in a weird position. You're like, Jesus Christ, Rambo's actually a serial killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has the head that he's just driven away with. And he just like t- tosses it out on the freeway, mm-hmm. which was, was pretty funny. It was like two hours to get to that yeah. without anything happening. I was like, that's okay. Um, and then a bunch of really bad CG killing people. Which cool, cool, he, cool. He has like these, like, he has like three miles worth of tunnels underneath his house that he just dug. And you're Great. like, wait, why are these here? And he's like, at one point, the young girl in the movie is like, you know what? Take your friends down to the tunnels, you know, for a party. Hang out down there. I'm mm-hmm. like, are these like charged with like grenades yeah. or something? Like, what's down here? Yeah. Nothing. He was like blacksmithing and then the rest were just tunnels. Cool. Waiting for the one day they'd yeah. come back. Uh, but the best part of the movie is at the end. I don't give a shit if you get mad at me for saying this. Uh, they, uh, bad guy, he's pinned to a door yeah. with four arrows, shoulder, shoulder, knee, knee. And Bant Rambo earlier threatened, like mm-hmm. literally five minutes earlier, he's like, I'm going to kick your dang heart out. And then so he's like, he hustle, hustles over to him. He's bleeding out. Yeah. And he goes up to this, this our main bad guy, knife in the chest, thunk. Bang it in there, carves all the way down. The guy's screaming the whole time, and he's yeah. like, "Hey, no, don't do that, no!" And he's like, sent talking to him as his like chest is open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he takes out his heart. Guy's still yelling. The heart's over. Like the heart's like a foot away, and the guy's still screaming, and it's still beating in his, in his hand. And then he cuts it in half, and then the guy dies. And wow. you're like, "Yeah, if the rest of the movie was this, yeah. that'd be great." But it's not. It's yeah. a really boring movie where it's like. Yeah, I'm old now, but mm-hmm. I still got one more fight in me. And he doesn't because he gets his ass handed to him like con- like constantly. Yeah. And at the end, he just becomes a fucking serial killer. And uh, yeah. then that's the end of it. Good thing. Yes. I watched all of Steven Universe, and it's amazing. That show is, I think the I think every person on planet Earth should watch that show. Okay. 100%. That's literally, the, yeah, There's there are cartoons we watched as kids that were like, were fun and you connected with it because you're like, oh, wait, maybe there is deeper storytelling here. It's like, no, this was purely made to like it has it's a good uh, balance between kick-ass action really mm-hmm. cool action uh and steven life, universe, steven universe yeah. and and life lessons that you should you should learn not yeah. like 
But other people are different. Doesn't you need to hate them? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's baked in there. But it was more like, hey, you know, sometimes when you come home and you lay in bed and all those bad thoughts come running at you really quick, um, they made a whole episode about like that thing that happens, that yeah. paranoia that hits you, especially for kids nowadays. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hey, that's, did you have to know that's just a thought? Yeah. And you can take those thoughts and you can kind of just. Let them go. There's not a single bad thing actually happening in the world. It's all just thoughts. No, but like no, if, I, know you, yeah, I know, I know what you mean. If you're if you're upset about something that maybe you, I think there's a line where it's like you weren't as charming as you thought you were. No. That's it's okay. No, you can you can let that go. You're okay. Get used to that. That's yeah, gonna be, it's not going to get any better as yeah. you get older. You have yeah. to figure yeah. out how to be okay with yourself. And no. I, God damn it, it's so much. There's so much talent in that show. And I keep itching that goddamn butt bite. You uh, do, and it's kind of driving me crazy because I, I know oh, you're just making oh, it worse. Oh, it's driving you crazy <laughs> because it's, you're just gonna you're just gonna get an infected guy. So <laughs> then I'll get rid of the leg and no more itches down there. Yeah, but Steven Universe, uh, the people in the Discord, Maggie, Jimmy, <laughs> Zachary, Zero, Zero. I think you mentioned it as well. Huh. And the hope there's more of you, Brenda. We were talking about it. Um, it's been great so far. Also, go subscribe to One More Time with Sam Basher anywhere you get podcasts. That's it for me. What are you into? This so, week? Uh, one, I was kind of hoping we talked a little bit about this yesterday, but I'm hoping somebody out there can explain to me what the deal is with Rogel's are because I am confused. If you've been reading Brian Bendis' Superman run, I've been enjoying it. Been enjoying action comics a bit more, but I've been enjoying Superman. Um, and it seems to me that uh, Brian Michael Bendis, great writer, got the shiny new toy of Legion, and so he immediately threw Rugalzar back into the toy box. He's like, "Oh, never mind. I <laughs> yeah, don't this, care about this, this anymore." Working, yeah, yeah. And I don't. They, there's a little. There's a little one-off line where it's like, "Yeah, Jor-El for creating Rugalzar is going to get one." Whoa, 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 whoa! Time out. When did we determine Jor-El created Rugalzar? Why did he create Rugalzar? Why did Rugalzar hate? Krypton to destroy it. You, what? what yeah. What's even it's, happening now? They never went back to explain that, but I'm, I'm going to guess. Okay. It was in the Supergirl comic. Okay. And because that literally the whole premise of that was just figuring out what Rogelzar was and yeah. Superman was doing but shouldn't Red they, Cloud stuff or Leviathan or something else. Shouldn't there at least have been like oh, a little like asterisk yeah. like, hey, check out this issue of Supergirl. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what I'm guessing. Yeah. And, you know, like, hey, they're part of evil cabal of bad boys on bad <laughs> girls on planets and they're yeah. sending Rogelzar after them. You know, like it's pretty slapdash overall and they're like you know what the only crime that fits this punishment is if you go relive your death again with your wife you fucking turd (laughs) now so that was the one question i had i will say i gotta share this because it literally just happened to me today i was hanging out with uh, my pal ken and we were getting some ice cream Mm -hmm. like the boys do what kind uh read us up in santa clarita you were up in my stump. I was. I was. If you've ever been to Rita's, it's nice. It's a nice, like it's, Italian ice place. But with ice cream in it. Too, yeah. Right? There, there's, some, there's some custard in there. And so we're sitting. And I need to begin with the fact that we did not hear the car accident happen. Mm-hmm. We were sitting in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't. Officer. Hear, <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't hear it happen. So we're sitting there. And suddenly we just hear scream, just yelling, just belligerent screaming and mm-hmm. so we look out and it's one of those like wait did a car accident happen and we didn't hear it and that's 100 percent why there's these two cars by the side of the road side by side and this woman uh one was a truck one was an suv uh the truck was a little run down so the woman came out of the suv and was straight screaming her head off at the drivers of the truck now to to paint this picture for you we're inside mm-hmm. uh there's a parking lot between us and then there's a curb. Then there's where they are. And we can hear this woman clearly. Mm-hmm. 
That's how loud she's. She's like, "Why did you do this? Why? Why?" And they're just like, "We all we can see is the hand motions, but there looks like the classic uh, apologetic, whatever." I have things to do today. Uh, she's yelling. Then this is the one that confused Ken and I. You're Hispanic. It's like what that feels weird to point at it's not it's not a slur mm-hmm. you're not saying you're mexican you just, it feels like a very weirdly specific thing to point out mm-hmm. uh uh it, it just to for clarity's sake they did appear to be hispanic she was black mm-hmm. um and uh she just is what she grabs her phone I'm like i can't believe that this happened and so, What's the car, what do the cars look like? So, uh, like the the truck is is what you would uh, it's kind of a rundown truck, the one that the the alleged Hispanics were driving. <laughs> um, uh, and her was hers was a nicer SUV uh, until it got hit. I, but again, we did not hear the accident happen. But wait, what so can you? What does her car look like with the accident? Accident. It, it there was damage. Um, there there was um, uh, considering we didn't hear anything. Uh, so decent damage, but they were both able to pull into the parking lot after a minute eventually a truck pulled into the parking lot and a white gentleman came out and my initial thought was don't get involved don't don't you get in the middle of this (laughs) it does appear that that gentleman was an off-duty police officer Mm. and so he got them to move into out of the street into the uh uh parking lot um so both cars were able to run um so it could have and again since we didn't hear it it might have just been cosmetic uh damage uh, but that that once they pulled out to the thing, we I don't know what happened from from there. But uh, it was just she it, she was having a full on meltdown at these people uh, for I, I don't I don't know maybe they tried to mur- I don't know I don't know what happened mm-hmm. uh, to instigate the traffic accident. But I will say this: if you get in a traffic accident. Stay calm. <laughs> stay calm. Stay calm, especially if you're able to to get out and walk around and have a conversation, exchange information. There is a chance that these gentlemen did not have insurance, but I would be shocked if this woman didn't have insurance. It's going to be okay. <laughs> I got rear-ended one time, and then these uh, uh, four women came out. Like mm-hmm. the youngest, the person who was driving was like kind of a little bit older than I was, but the rest were like elderly women, and they were all in. Um, uh, I don't, what's the uh, what's the name for it? Mm-hmm. Um, they're just like nuns, yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, I'm guessing they yeah, yeah. have it. Yeah, yeah, so I'm guessing, but they also couldn't speak English, so I'm like, okay. this is probably they probably are. Yeah. They probably are, and they all they were doing was doing like the prayer thing, and mm-hmm. they're like, I'm so sorry, yeah. like that's like, but no one was like saying that. Yeah. They're like, uh, Lo siento, is that? Uh, yeah, probably, yeah, yeah. That, that, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry I'm for sorry. not being able to say sorry. Um, and yeah, they yeah, that's Spanish. That's what yeah. it is. Um, they, and they just kept saying that over and over again. I'm like, yeah, can I just get like a phone number or yeah, something? Like, my car's fine. I just like yeah, if someone we on need the inside, to exchange information. Yeah, and they were like, mm, I'm, I'm like, just go, just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. just go. Like I'm, I'm staying calm here, but like I can't keep. You guys are just like, but they keep like doing like uh, they kept talking over it because they were embarrassed. You know, yeah. like they were nervous, so they couldn't stop saying, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." And that's like four people doing it, yeah. so it sounded like birds were doing it. Yeah. I'm just like, please, like let's. I, I can't. Um, I I don't know, but yeah. I'm my adrenaline's uh, spiking right now, yeah. so I just need everybody to leave right now. We never got the info. Well, good good thing for you that you didn't have things to do later that day, or else you might have freaked out like yeah. this lady. I mean, I was on my way to work, 
but I didn't have. She has big. She pants. has thing. She has things she has to do today. Huge. Yeah, my my. Uh, uh, I've been in one significant accident and one relatively minor accident, and both of them, the cars drove away. That was nice. <laughs> so it all fell on to me. So I used to live near here. Yeah. And that was the one accident where someone almost drove away from me, where yeah. they fully rear-ended me, like, full speed, and yeah. that sucked. And so they just went around and drove away, and mm-hmm. so I drove after them, and I, pull, and I like, went around them, and I was mm-hmm. like... And also, thinking about it now, I'm like, that was super fucking stupid of me. I shouldn't have done that, because I, didn't, I don't know who these people are, yeah. and um, if they had pulled a gun, mm-hmm. what am I going to do? Yeah. What, and so then maybe I, I... They pull a gun, and so maybe I get hurt, yeah. or dead or mm. they robbed me so yeah, you know, like yeah. there's like all of these are bad decisions yeah. but i did it anyways because i'm stupid um and they were they were annoyed at me because mm-hmm. i asked for their phone number they're like well it's like this and i'm like well you didn't give me enough digits so like, yeah. I'm, i kept trying to get it like well i have to go somewhere and it's like that's not my fucking problem yeah, yeah, yeah. you fucking look You're at the right. my, my my back end was fully crunched in i'm like yeah. what am i supposed to do yeah and they're like well we have to go mm-hmm. and then they didn't have insurance they didn't have licenses great um you should have just popped their tires i should have um but they are two adult men very much stronger than i am so i was like "Mm, all this is a bad idea on every part but you know what's not a bad idea going to fantastic going to fantastic fest also did you pick up second coming yes did you read the you still issue three yeah uh best my favorite joke in there is who's paul yeah that's a good that was a good that was a good joke i I don't know who paul is i was a little worried when the devil showed up i was like we're gonna go with the classic oh the devil's the fun loving one and it's not that it's bad it's just it's just played out you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and they don't do that and then the paul joke was was uh uh pretty good and then um when he talks about you know god made man in his image but if you leave man alone long enough they'll return the favor Uh that was pretty good too that was pretty sharp No, yeah, he yeah. solid issue, and also I like Satan. Where it's like, don't fully listen to him, but like, yeah. he's known him longer than Jesus, probably. <laughs> and someone's yeah. like, maybe you just listen to him a little yeah. bit. Um, maybe, maybe he doesn't know everything. Or he said, I didn't want to talk to you again. Gosh. <laughs> And he was like, uh, it was it was great. And yeah. going to his hometown again, and yeah. that was sweet. This man, this book rules. Read Second Coming. Read it. You'll love it. From everybody's favorite publisher, Ahoy Press. Ahoy Pr- oh, yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah. They rehearsed that situation, Sam, lol. Oh, that's... And the nuns flew away. That's mm-hmm. funny. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are funny in the Patreon chat. Yes, I'm itching my phone again because it's going to explode. There's probably so, baby spiders in there. They're going to pop out. That's what I want you all to think about right now. Right now, for the rest of the episode, think about that. And think about the movies we're going to talk about at Fantastic yes. Fest. We saw some goodies. Yes. We saw some not so goodies. And we saw some ones that we'll never play anywhere else. Yeah, probably. I hope. <laughs> I hope they never play any place else. I am proud of them for making that movie. Yeah. Like Butt Fantasia. Mm-hmm. That one can just play a fantastic quest. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Procedure part two. Now that could play elsewhere. That's if hilarious. you're thinking, wait, what's butt fantasia? Well, hold on to your butts, cause we want to talk about a special friend of ours first. Hey gang, today's episode's brought to you by Liquid Death. A couple of weeks ago we did an ad where we didn't tell you what the ad was and we told you to go to a website. Did you do it? Did you go? I'm going to bet you didn't do it. You should have. You should have because that episode, that that ad was for Liquid Death. Now, Liquid Death is actually a really, really good water. Yeah, we're talking water. It's actually from the mountains and is rich with natural electrolytes and minerals. And there's nothing like a freezing cold can of water to murder your thirst. I'm talking straight up murder. 
double homicide your thirst i love the look that you get from people when i when i'm drinking it when i brought i brought a couple liquid death cans when we were doing a shoot and someone gave me a stink eye but i don't care because liquid death's mission is to bring death to plastic no more plastic bottles no more microplastics in my bloodstream thank you very much i'm only going to be drinking aluminum cans is that a thing Ooh, i wouldn't be the expert to talk about that but i can tell you right now aluminum cans are infinitely recyclable fact of all the aluminum produced since 1888 yes over 100 years ago 75 percent of it is still in current use plastic is not actually recyclable anymore most recycling plants send plastic straight to the landfill because it costs too much to recycle and there's no one who will buy the recycled plastics now that china will no longer take boatloads of our plastic aluminums and metals are the only materials that are actually profitable to recycle environmental economists are actually saying it is now better for the earth if you just throw your plastic in the garbage so it can go straight to the landfill instead of doubling the trucking distance required to ship it to the recycling plant then have it shipped again to the landfill now liquid death donates five cents from every can sold to help clean up plastic pollution and bring clean drinking water to those in need and gang we got we got a deal for you today so let's bring death to plastic and go support liquid death liquid death is only available in a handful of stores so you have to order it online just go to liquid death dot com slash stupid they're offering our listeners an exclusive deal to get two dollars off every case that's liquiddeath.com slash stupid or better yet you can click the option to literally sell your soul on their website in exchange for a free case yes you actually sign a real soul contract that is legally binding for eternity but you get free water free cans of water But but i would happily sell my soul to get rid of plastics in our Oceans. Yeah, well, it's uh, not great. No, not good. But Liquid Death, pretty dang tasty. Go check them out, and now back to the show. So, yeah, let's go ahead and hop into all the movies we saw. Yes. We're going to do, and in none of these, I didn't see a bad movie there. I saw some I only weird saw, ones. I only saw one that was, one was I didn't care definitively for. like, yeah, that wasn't for me. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. But, like, I trust the, the panel at Fantastic Fest that they go through hundreds of movies and they pick out the ones they they find to be the best yeah. or who have the most money. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. By the way, Scott Wampler who writes for Birth Movie Death did an interview with Ryan Johnson that is fantastic. They answer a very important question of which way should a dog wear pants over four legs or just the hind legs? Mm-hmm. They talk about the important stuff yeah, like that. They get they get to the important by, stuff. By the way, Ryan Johnson is a very funny man. Unsurprising. Yeah, it was uh, it's a very good interview. Go check that out. Yeah. And it was done at Fantastic Fest because Knives Out premiered there for the United States, and mm-hmm. I'm really bummed we weren't there for that. Yeah, also, I'm bummed. I didn't get to see Parasites. Did uh, you see the news? No. They renamed the theater. The South South Lamar uh, Alamo Draft House Cinema was renamed to the name of the director. His cinema. It is now, oh. there's a plaque on the outside of the building with his name. It's like now it is officially christened as the director of Parasite? A Parasite. That's funny. Yeah, look up his name and you can see the, uh, they did like a, they christened it with like a champagne bottle or whatever. It looks really cool. Um, that's funny. And that's the stuff you miss when you don't stay all week. And I'm bummed. We've never really, we've never stayed that long, but I was looking at some of the photos this time. And boy, how did it look like they're having fun? Uh, ba ba ba. Uh, Jun Ho Bong? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Jun Ho Bong, uh, Austin, Texas movie theater. That's great. Yeah, so when we go there next time, we'll take a picture Why, with was, What's the story behind them? They said there? his contributions to cinema and um, his... 
steadfastness in yeah. the face of adversity. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. But uh, he's a very talented and successful director that they wanted to celebrate in Great. their own way in an Austin Texas fashion. And so they renamed the th- movie theater. So what? let's let's go through. If you want the deep dives into these movies, you can check it out at patreon.com slash onlystupidanswers. But we bone. can go over a few of them. Mm-hmm. Well, first day. Yeah. We'll go, you want to go day by day? Sure. Maybe so we yes. just kind of like narrow them down. Yeah. Um, and we'll do, at the end, we'll do like favorite and, and then maybe least favorite. Yeah, I can already tell you which one was my least favorite. Uh, I think I know mine. Yeah, yeah. I think you know mine. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, wait, never mind. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah see, now I'm thinking that we're tying into this. So first day we got there. Made our way over to Jojo Rabbit. Yes. You went over to St. Maud following that. Yes. I saw the 4K remastering of Tammy and the T-Rex. Yes. And we closed out that night. Yeah. With the cleansing hour, which was my least favorite. There you go. I figured yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I was like, wait, is, what else yeah, did you yeah, see? Which is my least favorite. Yeah. Not that it's not that it's bad. I actually mm. like the premise. It just felt. It just. It was just a movie. So opening day. Yeah. Uh, we are. We got there on Wednesday, and all things considered. No Airbnb hiccups so far. We were doing yeah, great. Yeah, no, no Airbnb hiccups. We had yet. like a double. We had like a duplex, and it was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Like everything was everything was dope. We had both sides of the duplex, which was cool. Oh, snap. Um, and we had a great uh, night where we went to Texas Hold'em. That uh, oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. The PR firm that helps put on Fantastic Fest was hosting. You gambled. Mm-hmm. You uh, you uh, uh, did well. I had one really good hand, and then I didn't. You got cocky. Yeah, I got. I, well, it's not so much that I got cocky. They came around. And they were like. All right, that's the end of the round soon. So I was like, yeah, forget it. I'll just go all in, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then people kept being able to play, and I was like, but you, was that what? I thought I thought we were done. Mm-hmm. Anyway. No, that was a light break to eat some water burger. Yeah, exactly. Which I also ate a water burger. And then after that, we went to oh, we went. To, we've never been to this before, and I, I feel bad because this is my fifth Fantastic Fest, and I had never gone. We went to the Peter Pan mini golf course, yes. and we went and got some. Beers brews with some buds, mm-hmm. and we went and played some mini golf. And um, guess what? Uh, the least you, the less you care about mini golf, the more fun mini that, golf becomes. One hundred percent. And also, really weird ceramic statues yes. are a must mm-hmm. for any mini golf course. The, you gotta have them. the more handmade they look, and the bigger they are, yeah. the better. Yes, like the big. They gotta be big. Yeah. They gotta be T Rex. Shrugging big. <laughs> that shrugging T-Rex. <laughs> and so then that was our first night. But then the first night of movies, we saw Jojo Rabbit. A review for that will be coming up to Might Be Awesome mm-hmm. soon. And overall, I really enjoyed the movie. Agreed. And we got to meet Taika Waititi. He got to take his shoes off mm-hmm. and walk around inside of a movie theater with yeah. his shoes off. And so we got to see his feet. Yeah. That's that. And that's then later, the, I got to where... shake his hand and he was very mm-hmm. nice. He was... Uh, mildly intoxicated mm-hmm. so he's having a good time yeah and we ran into steven merchant twice yes one out in the wild and then one at fantastic fest so that was pretty cool uh you know and overall third and time's the charm though we got to run into a lot of friends at yes. fantastic fest a lot of you guys a lot of uh, people we haven't seen in a long time so we start with jojo we split up you saw saint maude yes and the quickie synopsis for that basically it's kind of a an exorcism movie or or a demonic possession movie but instead of being possessed by a demon you're possessed by god the God, the, the God, capital G, and um, and there's some ambiguity about whether the supernatural experiences this girl is experiencing are in fact happening, mm. or it's her perception of what's happening. Ooh, it really makes you think. Kind of yeah. like Tammy and the T Rex. Yes, where it's like, should we be putting brains of young, attractive boys mm-hmm. into the bodies of? animatronic dinosaurs uh, i was about to say dinosaur it is not a dinosaur. dinosaur it's an animatronic dinosaur also should we be doing 4k restorations of movies like 
There's a reason why we don't make these decisions because some a lot of people wanted it. Yeah. Also, we talked about this. Is a 4K restoration just you drop it into Premiere and then you say export in 4K 4K. and then walk away from it? For that movie, I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. Like, like you talk about. I I know they just did. They recently did. They went through like all of the wire and did like a rest an HD restoration for that. It's like, yeah, I hope you spent time and energy on that uh, iconic TV show updating it that's for the pretty cool generation team is UX, yeah just throw it in a computer and say hey go for it and <laughs> it looks call it a nothing di- there's nothing perceivably different yeah, yeah vfx are the same yeah um everything's the same mm-hmm. and so yeah the, uh, a guy kind of dies and mm-hmm. then a mad scientist puts his brain into a robot to, yeah. f- to prove that immortality can be achieved but the robot he has at first mm-hmm. is a t-rex and the reason why he has the t-rex yes. is because the director of the movie wanted to make something like jurassic park his buddy ran a theme park and the theme park was moving from san francisco to san diego so for one week in los angeles this dinosaur is being stored so he's like I'm going to write a script. (laughs) Not that he already had an idea. He wrote a script after. Also, Paul Walker and Denise Richards, two very attractive people. Um, May rest in peace. And Mm -hmm. Denise Richards, I'm like, of course she's attractive. But then in this movie, you're like, oh, you're just, it's fully exploitative. Where it's like, one line is, hold on to your boobs. And then she does. Like when they're driving around a corner, it's like, joke me, man. This sucks. Um, And, you know, uh, there's some Get Out vibes in there as well. Oh, snap. So for those, maybe if you want, go seek out the 4K restoration of Tammy T-Rex or don't. As a follow-up to Get Out. Yeah. Then watch us. Yeah. As an actual follow-up. That's the actual recommended, Jordan Peele recommends that watch order Mm -hmm. for his Get Out cinematic universe. That's the one. So, uh, Spider-Man's Home, by the Uh way, is putting it out there. Um, For one movie. For one movie. Maybe two. Yeah. Uh, Maybe too. Um, but after that, we came back together, saw the cleansing hour. Yes. Quickie synopsis. Uh, two millennials. Yuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, fake exorcisms for a web series. But ding dong, the witch isn't dead. The, yes. An actual demon possesses someone on the set and wreaks all kinds of havoc. Spoiler alert, the movie ends with the devil vlogging. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's... Yeah, that's pretty close. Uh, yeah, th- it was fine. It was fine. It had moments that I enjoyed. Um, but I think where I kind of sat on it is, I don't know. It kind of straddles the line between um, being a more conventional horror movie and kind of being like a gonzo horror comedy a la Evil Dead. And I think it should have picked one. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Probably the gonzo funny one because most of the last Budgetary lessons, wise, it, it, yes. it would have helped. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and also it's just a lot of the I think the laughs in this are kind of unintentional. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that was I think in weakest by comparison because you kind of expect something unique and striking and out there for Fantastic Fest, and this was just kind of like a movie that you'd find on Netflix or whatever. Very much so, yeah. like a Hulu original, like they're doing their countdown to Halloween kind of movie. Yeah, like, and uh, nothing yes. to knock those. But yeah, yeah. Well, it's like you're, you're doing the 31 days of Halloween, and this is going to be on day you know five. Or, yeah, or, or, or in the like, weeds. Yeah, yeah. Day eight. <laughs> 18. Yeah. You know what? Uh, it's not as bad as the movie I saw going into day two. So kicking okay. off, I saw Happy Face and you saw Golden Glove. Happy Face yeah. was a movie. Uh, I saw it and I saw it was a, com- a rom-com from Canada and I was like, gotta support my neighbors. So mm-hmm. I was like, I'll go check this out. And it's about a boy. Go support your neighbors. Or a young man who... Um, his mom is going through some pretty severe cancer treatments yeah. and has been disfigured due to the cancer mm-hmm. and, the, and the chemotherapy and radiation. So he... The director introduced this movie and was talking about how this actually happened to his to his mom. Mm-hmm. And he was scared to see her because she was basically a supermodel 
when she was younger and yeah. she was a very beautiful person and he was scared about how he would judge her and because he's a kid mm-hmm. and he felt he felt ashamed that he felt that way and yeah. he needed to work on that thing and i i liked him being honest about we all have shitty thoughts all the time everybody yeah. does and it was cool that he admitted that and made a movie about it now that is not what this movie does whatsoever it's the same story of this person trying to get over their feelings about their mom being disfigured by going to a support group for people who have disfigurements. Either they were born with it, they developed over time, or they were in an accident. Yeah. Or they had, like, a cancer. Like, um, so we have someone who had their nose removed, mm-hmm. and uh, they have a fake nose, and they're scared because they're sommelier. So they're scared if they're, like, going to sniff the wine that their fake nose will fall off in their drink. Like, they think about that. Yeah. Like, uh, somebody was severely burned uh, on half of their body. Um and everyone calls them like Two Face and stuff, and, yeah. and it sucks. I was just about um, ready. To, I, I definitely was not about ready to make a joke along those lines. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then other people have like uh, bumps all over or from cancer. They like don't have really a lot lower jaw anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it and it, and I applaud the movie that you they normalized people who look like this um, by showing them on screen. The yeah. movie does play take place in the '90s, so there's a woman who leads the group who is just like overweight. She's mm-hmm. not like. I guess she's obese, but she's not like morbidly obese, mm-hmm. you know. Like, but she's like, I'm just like you guys, and I'm like, that's not fair because this person doesn't have a jaw over here. Yeah. Like, like they people are calling him Freddy Krueger. Like, you, you like not that you shouldn't feel um, feel however you want to feel about how people have made you feel yeah. over your over your entire life. But like, it felt like a bad comparison. Uh, the whole movie is this attractive kid being like, you know what? I'm going to help you guys feel better about yourself. So I'm going to say all the bad things I can possibly think of at you. And then they end up crying. Uh, then half the cast just disappears halfway through the movie for yeah. some reason. And the wor- the worst part was there's this one older character you like. And um, you find out that like, he lusted after his stepdaughter and she won't ever talk to him again. Like he never touched her. He just was attracted, sexually attracted to her. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, okay, like they like a mad, but then they get over it. And the way this, the, our main character responds, cause they do this whole confrontation in a park. So this guy's apologizing. He's like, I feel awful. And like, my daughter won't talk to me and I, my life's over. And you turn to the attractive kid and he's fully naked now mm-hmm. in the park and his like dicks out. And you're like, see, you didn't like being judged the way I don't like people judging me right now. And he just like runs after some women <laughs> with his dick out. And he's like, see, this isn't right. And I was like, what are you, what are you saying? At the end of the movie, it has like a resolution for him. Yeah. But everybody else, it's just like, no, you know, they're, they're, they're not, um, there's no ending for anybody else except yeah. for the woman who is overweight. She like someone introduces her to the internet and it's like you can be anyone you want. And then she creates a they're playing like D and D or something mm-hmm. online. And she's like, I'm a thin buxom elf. And then the movie ends and you're like, I have no idea what you were trying. Like I get what you're kind of trying to say. I don't Just know what catfish people. Yeah, it's yeah. like I, I don't get anything that yeah. this movie was trying to say which sucks because it was cool like oh you have to show people who are, who are not normally shown in movies like this and had a pretty good budget and yeah. the story just kind of didn't go anywhere and it yeah. really bums me out because I was like this movie could be really cool this could be a really special one for Fantastic Fest and I was super disappointed by so it so you're saying the more uh, the better choice for people to go see was The Golden Glove the yeah. very accessible Serial killer drama. Younger the- listeners in our audience, please go download the Golden Glove. <laughs> go, go look up the Golden Glove. Uh, so I, I talked about this on Patreon, but they opened that movie with because each movie at Fantastic Fest has a little like intro uh, from from one of the programmers, and she was like, "Yeah, this is a vile movie. I don't even like this movie. I don't recommend this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I spit on uh, this movie, movie. Um, but I think it's important for people to watch or whatever, whatever." 
And so, like, I, I, I thought I this would was be squirming be, in my seat. Yeah, I was like, what, what are we in for? Like, what are we? This is going to be intense. And it turns out, I think maybe it was just the lead in and where my brain went. I thought it was a pretty conventional serial. Like, it's not. It's conventional in the sense that it's not that graphic like there's a scene in the, the opening scene he's trying to dismember a body but when he goes to cut off the head you hear it but it's off frame it's blocked by a doorway uh and based on that introduction i thought it'd be like the camera would zoom into the severed head and be like teeth and blood and everything whatever um but what makes it unconventional it is gross it is the the uh murderer let me see if i can bring up I guess his name. I don't know. Uh, but it, it is based on murders that happened in Hamburg um, in the, uh, I want to say, 70s. Um, and the Golden Glove is the name of the bar. Is the name of the has. bar where uh, Fritz Honka, who was the murderer, uh, got his prey. And the and I think what is important about it, because with a lot of stuff, you see this like mystification of of serial killers as these like because of like Hannibal Lecter and all that stuff like they're these masterminds and da, 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 da. he's seven steps ahead of no and it's like most uh, you know what actually I think Mindhunter does an okay job of this too when they do the interviews you realize that these are impulsive usually pretty stupid people and it just so happens that sometimes at least in this case his victims were these older homeless drunk women or or people women that if not homeless just had just were were on the outskirts of society and therefore when he killed them nobody cared uh and i and especially with things that we've got going on in the world today it's become increasingly clear that so much of the time like the idea of a super villain of this like super genius person that's whatever whatever is is fiction that's completely fiction. Normally, either you're just victim, you're you're on the outskirts and you're victimizing other people on the outskirts, so nobody cares, or you're rich enough that nobody cares. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason people get away with shit, mm-hmm. uh, and it's and that is incredibly discouraging. <laughs> and so that's I, I get why that the Golden Glove is kind of confrontational in that way because it he's gross, the world he lives in is gross. The, the people that um, th- that are his victims are are leading hard lives. There's not like there's nothing sexy or easy or fun about the movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I think on the idea, like I mean, we're getting weird fans of Ted Bundy on Twitter right now. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. and like that. all that stuff. But um, and you know, Mindhunter went into the idea, uh, and I thought this was interesting because we just got Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and there's this the idea of Manson as this figure. And he might have been kind of a schlup and a fuck up who lost control of his group and they started doing murders. And because his ego wouldn't allow him to not be in charge, he kind of like, Took oh, no, it was my idea. Yeah. These guys are losers. Mm-hmm. That's why they do what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the world we live in. Side note, on Mindhunters, have they gotten to Ted Bundy yet? Or is that we not in the uh, timeline? Are we not even close to I that? I don't know if we're not. I don't think. I don't know if we're. Because we literally just wrapped up Atlanta Monster. Okay. So because they did Manson and then yeah. they did other guy. I'm blanking. Uh, Tex from those. Yeah. No, from, but, oh. but in season one. Oh, in season one. You know, um, I'm talking about somebody else. But it's not they, Ted Bundy. No, no, no. They haven't done him. All right. So if they're doing Atlanta Monsters, like that's an enormous case. Yeah. So I just assume they'd get to Ted Bundy. I mean, they probably will at some point. They did um, uh, ba, 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 Son of Sam. Uh, but anyway, it's just, and I, and I, I know there's a big true crime contingent of people, um, and I, I do appreciate that we're kind of getting away. From, like it's not fun. Like I guess super 
superheroes shouldn't be going after people like this. But, but like, they do. But like, no, just you you want a more challenging, engaging antagonist than these losers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's, uh, I don't know. Uh, I, it was eye-opening in that way. And I do think if you want kind of a different take on true crime where you really just take it at face value. Uh, but it's not fun. You know what I mean? By the way, like bringing it back to like superheroes and serial killers, the, yeah. probably Marvel's most famous one is Carnage. Yes. Um, and the current team, Donnie Cates and Ryan Stegman, did the math, mm-hmm. and he has murdered more people than like all dictators combined. Yeah. Or and serial killers. Like, yeah. It's like hundreds of thousands of people, which it's comic books yeah. or whatever. He's like, so they're like, oh, if he's be- he doesn't get a redeeming quality whatsoever yeah. because he is supposed to be like the literal devil. Just a fun little side note, but. Yeah. Following uh, Golden Glove, we went off and uh, we saw. You saw Death of Dick Long. I saw The Vast of Night. Yes. Um. And God damn it, I, I didn't get this poster. And this is just for you and the people watching. I love it. Patreon. Yeah, I've seen that one. Um. I don't know if you guys can see. I don't have a point of reference for myself, but the the poster is so good. I'm gonna read the quick synopsis. In the twilight of the 1950s, two youths seek the source of a mysterious frequency that has descended upon a town in New Mexico in Andrew Patterson's pitch perfect sci fi thriller. Now this stars. Uh, two new actors. Uh, Sierra McCormick has been in things before, and she actually had another movie at Fantastic Fest this oh, year. Her. So that was that was pretty cool. Let me see if I can see. Um, no, none of this is looking. Uh, none of this is looking like stuff that I saw. Oh, excuse me, VFW. She was in VFW, which we okay, never yeah, yeah, saw. Yeah, yeah. But she was. Which at I heard Fantastic good things Fest. about that director. Also had I think Bliss at the festival, which I've also heard good things about. I think I saw uh, instead of VFW, I saw VHS, which was a movie I did enjoy. It was a lot of fun. Nice. Yeah. Um, but yes, it stars Sierra McCormick and Jake Horowitz. Jake Horowitz has not been in things before, but no. this. If you're a fan of Twilight Zone, but and but if you kind of want that 1950s Americana feel to it, also if you're at all a fan of just like alien encounters, but not any of the gross ones, yeah. if you just want like the fun mystery of like what if we just followed this signal or like if you ever dared your friends to go out to like a haunted house at night at like mm-hmm. midnight that's the feel of this movie yeah. and they capture it perfectly one beautifully shot the composition of the music is uh top notch let me see if i can find the compo- yep okay so it was uh eric alexander and jared Olmer, they did the music for this, and it's wonderful. And as a directorial debut for Andrew Patterson, hats off. It will be coming to Amazon Prime and um, and a theatrical release in 2020, which bums me out that it's going to 2020, but it, it is going to get some kind of fanfare, and that makes me happy. That's great. And, for um, Death of Dick Long, that's getting a theatrical release as well. It, yeah, it's out right now. It's a it's a fun little crime thriller from, I believe, A24. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ooh. I really want people to see it because I need to talk about the twist in it. <laughs> if you guys remember the uh, Swiss Army Man movie with Daniel Radcliffe and uh, Paul Dano, yeah. where a corpse farts and they use it. Yeah, this that's is, enough. Yeah, that. yeah the, the, there's two directors for that who go by the Daniels. One of the Daniels directed this movie. Uh, it's a really great cast. It's it's a uh, Southern Fried, uh, I guess, crime thriller. That's not exactly the best way to describe it's it. It's how it's advertised. Yeah, it but it's basically like a, a, a Dick Long is dead and his two buddies are trying their damnedest to cover it up and they are not equipped to do that. Mm-hmm. Is, um, it the, is the twist about how he died? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna guess it was an accident, but we'll, oh, yeah, oh, you, you gotta have to, you gotta see. Guess so you gotta I, see. I gotta talk about. I do want to see it also, just because. Um, what a great name! Yeah, for a, a solid name, a solid sturdy, sturdy name. Um, and then after that, we were able to come back together one more time. Yeah, and see Color Out of Space. Oh yeah, the Nick Cage. You know what? I've seen good reviews for this. HP Lovecraftian. 
adaptation yeah. of a short that he wrote called Color uh, Color with a U, Out of Space. Yes. And it's about a meteorite that crash lands in the small town and releases a color. Um, yes. And it's very Lovecraftian in that in that sense where it's ju- it's not like, yes, it's energy, but it's more about the color is what's infecting people, a new color that no one's seen before. And it's, and it's causing things to mutate and change and it's like a horror movie and it's nick cage acting nick cagey yeah. you know the, the good the good stuff from mandy um and overall his performance in the movie is great yeah and it's directed by richard stanley who infamously like the last movie he did was he was working on the island of dr Moreau and got uh, infamously fired off of that and so this is his first movie back on the hollywood circuit but i think if you say like ooh, this famous outsider director and nicholas cage and you think about like the movies we've seen from nick cage in the past few years like mandy and mom and dad it doesn't quite deliver on that there are some cool creature effects i think it does um kind of capture the just that general loss of sanity as things kind of unravel um but it's not like as scary or fast-paced or energetic as you might want. Really cool poster. Very cool poster. Uh, for the Patreon people, there's my phone. Check that out. Yeah, check, check uh, out his There's phone. my phone number. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, you're, uh, you're expecting something really special from this. And it's not. Um, it, it's, it, it, there are special moments of it. A lot of cool puppetry yes. for some of the more body horror elements of it, which are very well executed, and they're super fucked up. Yeah. Um, and that, those are my favorite and parts of the movie. It's, it's, it's really bleak. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's re- specifically um, one event that happens is incredibly... The more you think about it, it's like, wow, that's dark. <laughs> which one are you thinking of to, to keep it vague? I can't keep it vague. Who's it's, it involving? Which um, person? It's when they go to investigate the alpacas and what happens after to yeah. a couple members of the family. Yeah, that's it's really, very, really very dark. Yeah. yeah and gross. gross. And oh, gross. Oh, super gross. Uh, I thought, Benny lives in the well now. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good... That was what a, a hey, throwaway here, kid. Except for Benny. He, throws, he lives in the well <laughs> now. Uh, but Nick Cage, um, if you want some fun Nick Cage moments in it, it's great. It's just, it wasn't as thought-provoking as Mandy was um, or, or as... It's well planned out. I guess Mandy is very is like surgically executed. The way each shot is crafted, along with the music and the act, everything about it's great. Yeah. And you really get emotionally invested in the main character, which I was going to call him Mandy, but that is not. That is the, no, no, nope, that's not actually. I don't I think give it's it, red. I think it's his name is Red. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but also, I I guess I never cared. I was just like, no, it's just Nick Cage. It's just Nick Cage. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's how we ended day two. Also, we didn't mention on open. Uh, okay, no, no, because no, Thursday was opening night. We went. We didn't see the late movie because we went and saw. Uh, we went to the party. Yeah, uh, and it was the Luchador Madness arm wrestling competition where Brie uh, competed and won her arm wrestling she competition. Did, she did. And we got some Luchador masks painted onto our oh, face. Oh, yeah, we did. That was a lot of fun. Kind of made me break out a little bit, but overall, definitely worth it because they painted. They mm-hmm. gave, they let me pick my own design. I should have done Spider-Man, but... <laughs> I mean, you always got to do Spider-Man. You always got to do Spider-Man. Um, but overall, it was, uh, it was a good way to open the open the fest. Look at that. Yeah. There she mm-hmm. is. So what was, the, what was the movie we saw the next day? Uh, when we're going to day three, um, uh, yeah, there, oh, 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 there we go. We started off with Worm, and we were able to see oh, this together. Worm. W-Y-R-M. Yeah. And this was a fun one. It was uh, Steve and others have equated it to a modern-day Napoleon Dynamite with, like, a Wes Anderson spin to it along yeah. with, some, like, an 
alternative history for the 90s. Mm -hmm. It's funny. It's like the movie kind of takes place in the exaggerated brain of a kid. Yes. And um, where uh, a big point of this movie, which I wish it was, I agree with you guys because you're talking about this. I wish this was the main plot point. But for a good chunk of the movie, Worm, our main character, has a collar on his neck. And we find out all kids have these collars that the government put on their Mm -hmm. on their necks that pop off when you become emotionally mature enough for high school which means in this world yeah first kiss first kiss and it's gotta and it's gotta mean something it's gotta be a good one uh yeah to get I, I like this 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 heightened like because there's so much pressure you put on a first kiss and then to have the government be policing it as well like just adds that it, it's a great heightening of it and then it kind of that stuff is great mm-hmm. then it kind of gets lost in like your typical indie family drama like oh no we had a sibling that died oh no uh, and it's just it's that that's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just the other when the, when we're living in this more heightened reality with the pool party and uh, the uncle's girlfriend uh, and the constant constipated dad. That stuff. It, the the more they invest in that aspect of the this height the internet mm-hmm. this heightened reality the, the, pops more. A great joke is the internet. He no he. Our main character has never looked at what the internet is yeah. or really used a computer. So he just sees like this green light coming out of the monitor. And whenever anyone uses a keyboard, it's just like slamming their hands all over yeah. it. And he always asks like, what's there? And they're always like, everything. Yeah. And he, so what is a kid can't figure out what that means. Yeah. Pool party, by the way. They're like, okay, a pool, an above ground pool is like $4,000. Uncle's like, we're not having that. Yeah. So they, <laughs> they buy kitty pools and then they just put two chairs in each of them. Yeah. So everyone's got a pool buddy. Yeah, <laughs> Go yeah. sit with your pool buddy. So with your pool buddy. Um, he's like, what was the joke about the girlfriend for the uncle? It's like, she's hot, but she's not as hot as the pool oh, sticker lady. Yeah, the lady on the sticker of the pool. <laughs> yeah, so that's a, that's a fun one, I think. I like the joke that he can't, that they were going to literally hold him back if he didn't go get a kiss. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. wasn't going to be able to go to high school. That was very important. Yes. I would actually recommend that movie if you, you're okay with, it's awkward humor, but it's not like Eric Andre where it's trying to make you feel uncomfortable. It's yeah. just like that. That kid awkward humor mm-hmm. um, and ser- like seriously good emotional beats. I yeah. really enjoyed the movie. I don't know about I don't know about owning it, but I would go see it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what was next? Uh, after that, we split up. I went <gasps> and saw Pelican Blood, and oh, this yeah. was a German film from a director who got her directorial debut uh, with the help of Draft House. They invested in her movie and they bought it and they distributed it limited run a couple years ago, and since then they fully invested in this movie, and it follows a single mother who as far as i could remember in the movie since this is a a german movie um she has adopted a young girl and helps train horses for police officers to use in in riot situations um and she wants to expand her family she's doing very well financially she is a good mother you can see that she knows what she's doing um and and she's such a good rapport with her daughter it's one of the highlights of the movie but she wants to expand her family so she goes uh over so selfish she has to go uh yeah right (laughs) she has to go um to another country because single mothers cannot adopt in germany Mm -hmm. so she goes to another country adopts a girl comes back girl's fine for a couple days then turns evil Mm -hmm. um like evil evil and um <laughs> in case you're wondering, how, out of me. in case you're wondering how evil, um, and we find out that the the documents on the girl were they were falsified, and um, basically this mother is now doing anything she can to get this girl to feel loved mm-hmm. and work in this situation because, 
after like five adoptions, they're like, there's not really much else we can do. So yeah. she's either going to stay in the system or we're going to have to send her to a, a mental hospital. And mm-hmm. she's five. And you're like, and you can understand the mom. You're just like, I, I can't. Yeah. A five-year-old in this, acting this way, as violent as, as she has, we find out more about her past. You're like, there's some shit that has happened. Yeah. And she needs help. So she tries to give it to her. Then it gets into demonic shit, um, which is pretty cool. I think it executes it well. And it and, and it kind of forgives some of like the shittier behavior that the mm-hmm. kid does where it's like uh, spoiler alert, she like sodomizes a kid and we mm-hmm. don't we only hear about it later and you're like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um but the movie overall is very well done. Nina Haas is the star of the film, and she is very big in the theater scene and also like the indie movie scene in Germany. Nice. So it was cool to like because that's not going to be on our radar for yeah. actors. So it's very cool to see someone give a performance like that, and she does such a good job. Also, I know now how they train horses for riots, and it does not look fun. But you're going to do it. You're going to start a new career. I already got three. <laughs> they were the dumb ones. I think this is uh, while you were seeing this, I was seeing Jalakatu. Which is uh, about a small Indian village um, that uh, one of the the butcher there, a buffalo, gets loose and starts wreaking havoc in the town. Weirdly, this is a remake of that animated movie, Ferdinand. I couldn't keep my mouth shut, sorry. (laughs) So this is Ferdinand. This is Ferdinand. Uh, And the bull gets out and wreaks havoc. But what is even more damaging is the entire, every man in the village decides it's their responsibility to go kill this buffalo. And so there's you've got like in the woods you've got hordes of guys searching for this buffalo. How many? You said like there's like four main cast members basically. Yeah. So at the beginning they they said that like there's like he's hurting like eighty actors and only four of them are actually like professional actors. (laughs) But what's it's less there's less specific characters. There's like types. There's personalities. It's more uh, the way I perceived it. The village is a character, (laughs) you know, and they get involved hunting this buffalo. And so it was pitched us as like this landlocked jaws or like mad max fury road or and i think all those comparisons are kind of unfair because it's not exactly that it was a good way to get me to go see the movie so props to the person that wrote that that did the opposite for me i'm glad i saw pelican blood i am bummed i didn't see that but when i saw those descriptions i'm like this is too much yeah a movie can't be all these things it's not it's it's not like you can see the comparisons in there but once it finally clicked what the movie was doing um I, I really enjoyed it. And like like with Pelican Blood, it's like, well, this, I'm not going to see that. This is something I would not have seen except for here. From India, right? Yeah. 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 In, in the indie India movie scene is, I think, rarely going to make it over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, So I'm glad I got to check it out. Although some of that director's other material is on Netflix, which is really cool. Do you think you'll check some out? Yeah, probably. Well, after that. Because apparently he's done some really like... Uh, uh, bonkers? Thing. Yeah. Bonk, bonkers uh, like... Uh, crime thrillers the director's name is lijo jose pelisari i hope i pronounced that correctly mm-hmm. uh, well after that we split up again yes uh, and i went and saw wrinkles the clown so um for those scared of uh clowns this movie is change the channel uh, you should i mean honestly this documentary was really really good and i'm glad i got to see a documentary because they always have some really solid ones we saw haunters which i think i'm gonna watch again tonight because we're getting into the spooky season yeah season season so Wrinkles the Clown is about the clown craze that happened a couple of years ago, which was feels like a fever dream that we all collectively had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Wrinkles the Clown was the first one that didn't wasn't trying to spawn whatever happened. It was just a funny idea that this guy had where he dresses up as a clown and your parents could hire him in Naples, Florida to come and scare their kids and like it'd be used as like a tactic to kind of like reprimand them. And yeah. the way the documentary is structured is really cool because they lean into what you would think Wrinkles look like mm-hmm. and you never see him. Yeah. You never do. 
and they lie to you a lot in that. But mm -hmm. one of the best parts of it are they, there is a phone number you could call Wrinkles to hire him. Yeah. Um, but mainly became like a phenomenon on YouTube where kids would call and like film themselves like talking to Wrinkles, but they, no kid really ever got him because the, the, this normal phone number was getting like millions of phone calls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> they, the director made a joke after, because it was just like a director and an editor, like that's all who worked on this movie. Yeah. The director came out and was like, yeah, so I got all the phone numbers and the voicemails and I tried to call the kids or text the kids who were not, like, sending death threats. Mm -hmm. And they were like, so, yeah, it's like I was just texting a bunch of kids. And, you mm -hmm. know, you get to that awkward point where it says, can I talk to your parents? Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and so they, they were able to have a few kids in the movie. Cutest is this little girl in Georgia who, like, lives in, like, a, in a, like a trailer park that's, like, nicer. Yeah. Uh, with her mom and, like, a pit bull and, like, this kitten and a... Uh, and a bunny, and mm -hmm. she individually like shows you the animals, yeah. and she wants to give her bunny some cat food, like mm -hmm. little dry cat food. So she goes over to the cat, like um, mittens. Would you mind if I had some of your cat food? Thank you. And then grabs a little piece and feeds it to the bunny. It's like, oh, this is great. This yeah. is so cute. Um, also, they talk. And then about, wrinkles pops out of the cat food right out. Um, but then they uh, they also mentioned short um, dick. Uh, mm -hmm. That's a good point. Why don't you talk about your movie? Yeah, what was the one I saw? <laughs> uh, you saw VHS. Oh, is this one I saw VHS? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it was good. It was it was a um, it was basically like that episode of Rick and Morty where they get the interdimensional TV. This kid gets a camcorder uh, for Christmas. Is accidentally taping over his parents' wedding tape. Figures out early on how to connect it to the TV and record late night TV. So then it becomes this series of sketches with uh, a bunch of like comedic actors um, of their late night, their version of late night TV stuff. So you've got people like uh, Carrie Kenny, Tom, Tom Lennon, uh, Mark Proch from um, What We Do in the Shadows, the TV show. He's the energy vampire. He's uh, really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all this stuff, uh, my favorite ones were, uh, obviously all those are great. Carrie Kennedy's bit is like a, is, is um, uh, who's that painter? Bob Ross. Bob, Bob Ross type bit, uh, which is really funny. And then there's these porn parodies that are hilarious. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and then it just, it, I was really impressed that this person was like, Susan Sarandon shows up, you're like, wow, how did this guy pull it off? And it turns out he's Susan Sarandon's kids so you're like a little less So he has a little bit of pull. Yeah, yeah, a little, little bit. bit of pull. Not that much more than yeah. you think, than you, and, you or I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a little bit more. But still very enjoyable movie, a lot of fun. Um, man, I'm trying to remember, there's something in Wrinkles of Clown that was just so cool. Um, well, I'm, I highly recommend it if you guys want a documentary for Halloween time. Yeah. Uh, but to cap off the night, we have to see two very short shorts. And then, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then Butt Boy. Butt Boy, that, this is the most infamous movie of this festival for us. Yep. And I think maybe a, a lot of no, other people. A lot of other people. Violence Voyager is still the weirdest thing I've ever seen oh. at Fantastic Fest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Violence Voyagers burn into my brain. But what do I? I don't like that movie more. Mm -hmm. They're equal in my brain. Yeah. So Butt Boy is the story of a boy who an uh, adult, an adult, a grown man uh, who uh, gets some fingers up his bum, a prostate a, a, exam, a prostate exam, and this decides to start sucking stuff up his butt, shoving and sucking. Yeah, because he finds out his. His behold <laughs> has got beholds quite a number of surprises. Yeah, um, I don't hate this movie. <laughs> it always sounds like you do when you talk about it because I do a little yeah. bit. I do a little bit. Yeah. I think I, I, 
it's a movie where a dog and a baby and a, and a man disappear up someone's ass. <laughs> but you can't knock it, man, because it's really well written. Yeah. Minus like the timetable stuff is kind of confusing. Oh, yeah, there's a little bit of confusion about the timetable. It does a Spider-Man Homecoming where it's like eight years later and you're like, uh, I don't think so. Yeah, based on people's conversations, you're like, I think it's like five, but yeah. okay. But that's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you're watching uh, a movie about a detective trying to figure out like what happened to all these things. Uh-huh. Um, or actually, to be fair, no one figures out what happened way back when. Yeah. It just so happens things start resurfacing. It starts it again. Then now yeah. the hunt is on. He finds tingleberries at all the crime scenes, mm-hmm. so he's got to figure it out. Yep. At one point, we're inside a colon. Yeah, I like that the cop character is every cop character in one of these movies rolled into one character and then dropped. Into he's this. really good. Yeah, I wish he had greasy hair on purpose. You know, like he's yeah. not like be like he's the cop who's trying to get clean and all mm-hmm. this. And it's like, yeah, I just wish he got give him one comb through. Yeah, yeah, just give it a little comb. Get, get through. A little shampoo goes so a long way. After that, the next day. Oh wait, s- sorry, we didn't mention the shorts. Uh, oh, yeah. We had opened with butt Fantasia. Yes, which was not good. Yeah. Um, but then we saw <laughs> it's basically Fantasia just with a bunch of butts. Kind of. Yeah. Minus all the parts of Fantasia that are good. Um, I didn't. I And then the other one was Procedure Part 2. Which the procedure uh, we never saw. Yeah. But Part 2 is hilarious. A man wakes up in a room. He's kidnapped. kidnapped. We see him kidnapped first. Oh, we do. Yeah, yeah. And he's strapped down to a table. A hole in the wall opens up. Mm-hmm. The table he's lying on tilts him up to face the hole. Mm-hmm. A butt comes out. He farts in his... Uh, oh, and his mouth is held open. Yeah. This guy farts in his mouth, and they let him go, and uh-huh. he runs away, and then the credits roll. I'm like, this is great. This yeah. is, is highbrow. This is highbrow yeah, shorts. I, I am curious of what procedure one could have been like. I know. Oh, the, by the way, I do want to give some uh, credit to... Before the... We have shorts that we see, like yeah. these, and also there are ones that are better than these ones that were really well-crafted. But at the same time, we were able to see some fantastic shorts, which are like... 15 to 20 seconds. Yes, it's super short. They're super duper short, and they play right before we, um, uh, right before they like start the movie. And overall, this year, I think like I give like 90% of them like an A. I yeah. really enjoyed They're all of really them. They're really good. Because can, anyone can <laughs> submit those. Yeah, and then the, the overall shorts are really good. I really like Chucky Darn, which was in front of. Um, Bummed I didn't see that one. Uh, uh, Death of Dick Long. Um, yeah, there were a lot of really good ones. So. At the, to wrap up the festival, we saw uh, we went to the secret screen. We finally oh, that to is the, the last screen. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did yeah. see two movies. Yeah, to wrap yeah. it up. Yeah, and we saw um, uh, Dolomite is my name, which we've got a full review for that coming out. It is a Netflix movie, so you'll be able to check it out as too. But it stars Eddie Murphy, Wesley Snipes, Keegan Michael Key, Titus Burgess, uh, Devon Robinson, Joy Randolph, Mike Epps. There's a lot of talent in this movie, yeah. and it is wonderful. Dolomite is a 1970s comedian who. Um, I, want to, I was about to say attempted to be a movie star. He's like, no, he's a movie star. Yeah, he's a movie star. Genre star. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's through, a biopic about him now, so. Oh, my God. It's great. And Eddie, and you know what? It's cool seeing Eddie Murphy do like a bang-up job in a movie. Yeah, 100%. This ain't a thousand words from Disney, all right? This isn't a Nutty Professor 3. Yeah. Did you see the Wayans movie that came out, Sex Tuplets, where it's it's the, basically that? Where no. he plays the Sex Tuplets. Okay. I heard it's bad. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 
Should we watch it? Yes. Okay. Uh, also, but also, I I mentioned this in a review. Uh, you could, the original Dolomite movie is on Amazon Prime right now, so you can check that mm-hmm. out. And again, Netflix, you made the movie. You should have gotten the rights to those movies. One hundred percent. Come on, to pair them up back to back. You watch the the biopic, and then you go watch the first one. And you're exactly. like, oh wait, this is why critics didn't like it. <laughs> but also, maybe you see why fans like it exactly because it's very self aware. Um, and then I think for our final movie, uh, I did treat. see I did see the first hour of Deer Skin, which I'd heard great things about, but we had to jump on plane and i am bummed i didn't get to see the rest of the movie because it was super fucking funny what's the premise the premise is uh uh i gotta bring up the actor's name um a gentleman uh gets a john dujardin uh who's a, a famous french actor and really adds his gravitas to the role what should be like really silly in one note he adds a lot of dimension to he gets a deer skin jacket that he's immediately in love with and then the jacket convinces him that it wants to be the only jacket in the world and he's like wait jacket I want to be the only jacket wearer in the world. And so they start murdering people that wear jackets. And taking their jackets, yeah. right? Yeah, and, and that scene is hilarious because he's reading up. When, when the jacket talks to him, it's just him talking to himself mm-hmm. as if the jacket was talking to him. But you don't hear it. But No, you, he, he vocalizes. what the, He's just talking out loud what the jacket's saying. And uh, his character's name is George. And so he's just sitting there reading a book. And so he's reading. He's like, George. George. He's like, what? I'm reading. So the thing, but he's he's the one vocalizing it. It's stuff like that. It's it's absurdist, uh, uh, but it's super funny. Like when he sees when he goes to buy the jacket, the guy brings in the jacket, and he's like, oh fuck. And he like goes to get up, and then he sits back down. And he's like, oh fuck. He's just so in love with this jacket. It it is hilarious. I I can't wait to see the rest of the movie. Um, but the movie we did see. All of, all of all 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 of all was, of was everyone say it with me de patrick it's a belgian movie yeah and um, it's from a director who worked on legion and peaky blinders uh and, tim malins yes and those are not good examples for the type of movie you're going to be getting no um this stars jemaine clement that's the only yes. name you know but if you guys are big fans of dutch tv mm-hmm. it also stars kevin jenin J- Jansons. Yes. Jansons. Yeah. yeah. Who's also in Revenge, which is a movie I enjoyed. There you go. Yeah. Which is slightly, it's more well-known. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He He's in that movie. Um, wait, who's in this movie? Who's the girl? But Matilda, what? Wait, what? I thought Revenge had, what's her name in it? You know what I'm talking about. No. Oh, the girl from uh, uh, the, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, shit, the girl from the movie? Faulkner Stars Girl. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, Allegiant, that, that girl. No, nah, I don't think so. It's not her. Okay. I just looked it up, but it looks kind of like her. Oh. Anyways, um, Patrick is about a guy who loses his hammer, and mm-hmm. then in the middle of him looking for his hammer, his dad dies, but really, he just kind of wants to look for his hammer. <laughs> and, and people now keep saying... Say, well, but you're, you're bearing the big selling oh, point. I actually really like the premise as yeah, that. He's... he's um, uh, he is in charge of. He becomes in charge of once his dad passes. A uh, nudist colony. Yeah, um, and that's I. I never found it funny because the actor who plays him uh, put on weight for the role. Kind of like Rob McElhenney in in It's Always Sunny. Yeah, and uh, so like he'll waddle around with his dick flopping around, and it was never not funny to me. Like I kept the audience we were in was dead serious the entire time and every time he came out i just started giggling to myself and i felt embarrassed because i kept giggling I thought too it was funny man when the, there's a shot where like a crime happens yeah, yeah, yeah. it's low level it's yeah. a campsite um but like crime happens and like patrick's mm-hmm. gonna figure out what it is and yeah. the shot just, it's like a slow pan up 
or tilt up, excuse me. And um, you, you just see men. four old men playing like shuffleboard, mm-hmm. and they're it's just a bunch of like ant eaters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not a, apparently. What, what, where was this film made? Uh, Belgium. No, apparently, not a lot of circumcision goes on there. Don't think so. Not uh, as popular. Not as popular. A lot That's, of turtlenecks. That is what I learned from Patrick. They're a ner- nudist colony. A lot of yeah, turtlenecks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, overall, very funny. And it's so weird in the movie because we both mentioned this. It was like. Everyone's like, man, Patrick, you're just so handsome. And we're like, I think, I think intentionally he's not supposed to be handsome. Yeah. Then we looked up the actor. Again, yeah. let me, I wanted to reiterate his name because you guys should look him up. Kevin Janssens. That's yeah. J-A-N-S-S-E-N-S. Yeah. This dude is one of the most handsome people I've ever seen. He yeah. put on a lot of weight for this role. And they intentionally oh, and they they gave teased him the his hair. Worst haircut. Oh, yeah. They teased his hair down. Yeah. And, like, and he usually is like the bad guy. He looks like henchman number one yes. like that's like a good looking parkour guy in a james bond movie 100 <laughs> percent. or he looks like uh dutch zach it also, efron it also older. doesn't help that patrick's personality is a uh, wet blanket yeah like, it's just bad yeah they're yeah. like whoa i can't get enough for you like this literal supermodel is like well like, patrick oh, patrick you're just so honest and you're the best <laughs> what you said like five words in this movie yeah yeah but you sure do see his pp a lot you see so many so yep so if that's you know what if that's what you're into, but again another movie that you know we don't else see Jermaine we Clements, that? we don't see his well, big missed opportunity I think coward yeah <laughs> I'll put it out there we'll put it. so there we go that's the movies we saw so what was your favorite of the fest Sam I've mentioned this on Twitter and on our other reviews but again it's worth repeating the vast of night gonna make sure I enunciate that people don't quite hear that when I say it the vast as in V as in Victor, of night. It's coming to Amazon and Amazon, coming to Amazon Prime and Amazon is putting it in movie theaters in 2020. So make sure you go and see that. Uh, top three, that, Jojo Rabbit, and I'd throw out there, Worm. Worm? Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Uh, for me, my top three are probably Jalakatu, Butt Boy, and then maybe the first hour I saw of Deerskin. <laughs> oh, oh, that's uh, VHS isn't on there. Maybe VHS, but I think those ones, uh, maybe not Deerskin, but those other two are on there just because it's like I wouldn't have seen them anyplace else other than Fantastic Fest, which made them great festival movies. Yeah, right now in LA they're doing Beyond Fest and a good a, a, some of the movies that we liked and were more popular at Fantastic Fest are there right is now. Deerskin, one of them. Can I go see that? No, but vast, the Vast of Night is there, and it's a free screening. When today. I missed it. <laughs> I mean, tonight. Okay. Like, it's, uh, but I, I couldn't. I was looking at. It, I'm like, nah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go to this. Um, which bums me out. But um, yeah. But for for weirdest, I gotta put. Um, I gotta do. I gotta mention Butt Boy again. Mm-hmm. It's a David Fincher movie about a guy who sucks everything. Everything up. There's a best scene. Um, him and the. Uh, sorry, excuse me. The Butt Boy mm-hmm. and uh, the copper fighting next to like this train. So like they just, you're just hearing the train like going yeah, by, yeah. and you're just hearing like like hard punches and stuff. It's very gritty, very yeah. like blue tint on this on the film and everything. And you're the just like, oh, whoa, like we you got to be careful, man. This dude just sucks stuff up his butt. Be careful, don't get near it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the cops like trying to get away. He's been like beat bad. Uh, and all of a sudden, there's like a tidal wind force pulling the car back, and you look in the rearview mirror, and uh, this man has his ass cheeks spread wide open, yeah. a la Ace Ventura, and he's just. <laughs> but we're able to get he's able to get away. Yep. Then, thankfully, the cop is able to get away. Uh, by the way, we got some questions. Uh, okay. What was the best surprise from Fantastic Fest, good or bad? Uh, and what was your best meal at Fantastic Fest? That's from Danny M. Got to throw it out to Terry Black. Always Terry Black's always. Y'all are uh, turn. 
you guys, uh, anyone we met in Austin was very adamant usually about where to go. And gang, we've tried a couple other ones, but Terry Black's near South Lamar never lets us down. I actually miss it. I saw a post, a uh, picture you posted from it and I immediately was like, yeah, we just want the ones. Yeah. <laughs> what were we thinking? Oh my God. Is it get a little cobbler? Get a little brisket. We'll get a little bit of that cobbler, right. a little you bit guys, of that brisket. I get that veganism and vegetarianism is, is popular. You know what? All, overall, the world's turning towards that. Yeah. But if scientists could figure out a way to make brisket that falls apart just like it does there, mm-hmm. could you imagine? The world would be such a good place. Where, where, where's the science? Show me the science. We're so close. Uh, best meal is that, but also I got to throw it out to... Wait, what did I have? Oh, they had a breakfast burrito just for Fantastic Fest. It was mm-hmm. delicious. We're talking egg yeah um good joke by the way i heard on between two ferns where it's they're making joke a uh, joke about zach galifianakis's weight yeah you're like what do you eat for breakfast egg yellows that's pretty good good job ben stiller anyways egg yellows were in my burrito <laughs> potatoes uh and uh, like a chili sauce mm-hmm. and then smothered and i mean this thing dang near drowned in queso mm-hmm. delicious Really hard to eat in the dark, but yeah. I was because I couldn't pick it up. <laughs> so challenging to eat in the dark. I wish the queso was actually inside of it because that would have been good. That would have been. Did you like that tapping? Uh, does everybody like the tapping? Tap, tap, tapping on the door. Um, biggest surprise. You know, I, I wasn't as surprised by the movies this year as I sometimes or I am other years. But boy, didn't surprise you. But boy, surprised me. But you know, like the uh, brawl in cell block ninety nine type surprise. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Vast uh, night surprised me. Uh, yeah, but I didn't see Vast night, Sam. I missed what, out. That's what you get. That's what you get. But uh, um, but yeah, the, as far as surprises go, you know, it's hard to beat butt boy. It's hard <laughs> what, to be butt boy. What's your favorite food? Favorite oh, food? Oh yeah, Terry Black. Oh, I, I can't. Too help late. It. We both said there's it. There's also um, there's this burger uh, that I get the at, at Alamo Draft House. Yeah, the, the spicy blue burger. burger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That um, is 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 great. It's no longer on the menu, but they hooked me up. Yeah, they know how to treat me right. Also, there was a I got a blue cheese burger at the airport, and that was awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That was awful. As we were leaving. Um, I'll be honest with you. My, my, I've been switching healthcare plans, and so like I didn't have healthcare when on our trip, which is super stupid. Like yeah. I should have had it, but I was like, I ate that. And I'm like, oh, oh, I'm gonna die on this plane, and there's nothing I can do. I'm gonna, or I'm gonna land. I'm gonna have a hundred thousand dollars worth of medical bills because I ate a goddamn burger out of a goddamn restaurant at an airport that was gonna kill me. Yeah. Uh, but we did a. Uh, Let's do one more. We got one more question. Uh, nope. You know we do. Hold on. Oh wait, that's talking about the car accident. There's actually way more questions on the stream that failed. Oh, nice. And then I had to bring it back. Bring it so back. The last question was, what was the best... Um, oh, that, that's the same question. I was reading again. Uh, were there any breakthrough stars for you from this festival? Divine Joy Randolph. There you go. She is so amazing. Agreed. She's in Dolomite Is My Name. Um, she's uh, in other stuff as well. Yeah, but like this is kind of her breakout role, and she's oh, she's so good. And mm-hmm. she did a Q&A after, and she seems delightful and lovely, and I wish her the best career ever. And again... I don't know if I've mentioned it. The Vast of Night. Um, the kids in that movie, I hope, have great careers. Mm-hmm. And I hope they're cool people. They seem cool. No. Uh, and also, the girl was there, the female lead. And she was, like, all dressed up, like, dressed to the nines while all the fucking production people were, like, in, like, grubby t-shirts that they spilt their burgers on. Yeah, like, 100%. In, like, burgers. Yeah. And I'm just like, nothing, nothing against them. But I, I felt happy for her that, like, this yeah. is a big deal. Yeah. Premiered at TIFF. This is the U.S. premiere. And it was an overwhelmingly positive response. 
So very excited to check it out. If you want more about our reviews, you can go to patreon.com slash only stupid answers. You can also go uh, check out might be awesome. YouTube.com slash might be awesome where some of our reviews of the bigger movies are going to be coming up shortly next week. Yeah. We're going to be seeing the lighthouse Ooh. Uh, or actually the week that you're listening to this. We're seeing the lighthouse Ooh. and uh, also if uh, Warner Brothers wanted to get back to some emails that I sent, we might be seeing the Joker as well. Get back to us, Warner Brothers. Please. Um, and there's some other movies coming out. There's, it's been dead right now. You got Rambo in theaters. Go watch Peanut Butter Falcon. There you go. There you go. There you go. Or Death of Dick Long. Or go listen to well. uh, One More Time uh, with Sam Basher. Anywhere you get your podcast. Guys, thank you all for joining us. You can find Sam uh, and more about One More Time with Sam Basher at Sam Basher, every place that matters. Yes. You can find me at DJ Talks Trash, every place that matters. And uh, if you're part of our patreon.com slash all these stupid answers, we're going to do a live chat here soon. And if you're not a part of that, what are you doing? Then get out of here. Get on it. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. See you tomorrow.